Welcome to episode 36 of the Redeemed Hearts podcast, where we encourage you to allow God to transform you mentally, emotionally, and relationally by living from your redeemed heart. Your hosts, Worley and Danina Kennedy, are licensed professional counselors and are the founders of Redeemed Hearts Ministries. This week's episode is part one of a special Thanksgiving podcast where we'll hear from friends and family of Worley and Danina about what it looks like to live a life with an attitude of gratitude. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening today. Here's Worley and Danina. Well, hello, we're back again. We want to welcome you to our November podcast. We are excited this month because we're going to let you hear from numerous people that are in different seasons of life and have been impacted in different ways by you know, their own life circumstances. And they're going to share how a spirit of thankfulness has been lived out and exercised in their life. And we have divided these basically up into uh, two different podcasts. So you'll hear personal testimonies from one group um, in this podcast. And then next week, um, we'll have another podcast with a second group. And we just talked to friends, um, some are family, um, Mm -hmm. but people that we know that we thought it would be good to hear from them things, uh, not just what they're thankful for, but even how they approach being thankful. Mm -hmm. The Mayo Clinic says that expressing gratitude is associated with a host of mental and physical benefits. And many studies have shown that feeling thankful can improve our sleep, our mood, our immunity. Um, Gratitude is also known to uh, decrease depression, anxiety, difficulties with chronic pain, and even the risk of disease. And I thought about, you know, if there was a pill that we could take for this, um, we'd all be taking it. I've heard other people say that as well, but it's just not that easy. Instead, we have to practice thankfulness and we have to set our minds on, you know, gratitude. And it's a choice that takes real intention and work and sometimes fight. And I was thinking about that in our lives, there have been some years that this came really easy and our hearts were just full of thanksgiving. Um, We usually go around, you know, the table or we write Thanksgiving hands and write what we're thankful for. And there are years that it's just really easy and it just flows right out of us. While there are other years that we've really had to fight for this and ask God to help um, us to choose this mindset. So, you know, really, it's not just the medical world or the mental health world that speaks to the benefits of an attitude of you know, gratitude or thankfulness, it's also God's Word. Yeah, and it's really foundational because it's God who is the one who commanded us throughout Scripture to give thanks. The phrase giving thanks is used in Scripture roughly 150 times. Wow. Some form of the word is used 150 times or phrases of of either Hebrew or Greek words. And about half of those are in the Old Testament, the Hebrew, and the other in the New Testament in Greek. And they both give slightly different shades of understanding what God is communicating to us when he says to us, be thankful or give thanks. In the Old Testament, it's basically the the word that's used is calling us to acknowledge what is right about God and to do so in praise or in statements of gratitude, um, but to acknowledge what's right about God and who God is. Um, but in the same 
way, it also is calling us this word in the Old Testament to have the correct or right acknowledgement of ourselves through a confession, a confession of who we are, a confession of sin. So that's kind of the Old Testament word. And then in the New Testament, um, it is a root word that in Greek, um, the word is is what our word that we all will understand or have heard, not all of us, but Eucharist is the, the word, and that's the name given for the communion table. You will hear that in, in many denominations. Mm-hmm. Um, that word carries several root words. It's this big kind of complicated word, but it has the idea of joy, of grace, um, of, of, of giving, of gratitude. And, and the, the parts of that word have, have all of those elements in it. And so for the believer in the New Testament, the believer, it's the idea of an expression of our joy in Christ. So we're commanded to express this joy that we have or um, in, in Christ. And, you know, joy, not, it's not the same as happiness. It, happiness is tied to circumstance. Joy is something deeper. It's it's a fruit of the spirit. It's something that God produces within us. And so, so basically, um, giving thanks is to express, and we're commanded to do this, this, this work of God in us to, to express, you know, gratitude or to express the, this thing that God's producing in us. And we can be joyful when we're sad. We can be joyful when we're when we're struggling because it's something the Spirit does. But we're told express this back to God. Um, and uh, a couple of verses here from the New Testament. One is First Thessalonians five eight. It says, "Give thanks because it's the will of God for all believers." And then Colossians three seventeen says, "Do everything." Um, uh, in 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 Christ, do do in everything that we do, we're to give thanks to the Father. So again, it's it's in, in the Old Testament acknowledgement of of who God is. It's it's realizing the truth of who God is, and then and then at the same time, an ability to confess who we are, or, you know, what's going on with us. And then in the New Testament, it captures the idea of joy. And and this expression of thankfulness because of what I mean, really, it's just the relationship that we have with God. Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah. So um, it is the thankfulness that we've again asked people to talk about, and what you're going to hear. We're so grateful for for those who've shared. Is um, what what it means to them, and you're going to hear. Uh, various, just little short um, comments from 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 each of them, and there's a list that's coming here, and it's going to start with um, actually my brother uh, and his wife Doug and Kimberly Kennedy. This is Doug Kennedy. This is Kimberly Kennedy. We've been asked how an attitude of gratitude helps in the midst of suffering. And I think for me personally, 
I'm not as optimistic, perhaps, as Doug, and so it's a more deliberate choice. I have to deliberately choose to put on gratitude, and I likened it to choosing to put on sunglasses that you can see without sunglasses, but that sunglasses help, and that for me, I have to choose to see things as God does, and I have to choose to see the big picture. And I have to choose to find things to be grateful for where I think, Doug, it's a little bit easier. Would you agree? Yeah, I'm not a, uh, I'm a half full glass kind of guy. And I immediately try to find the um, the positive and whatever's going on. And even in hard times, I feel like it's something we can learn from. And I just try to uh, look for the, the benefits that uh, would be part of that process and something that comes to mind is Kimberly and I, a number of years ago, when our son passed, we he was 21 and a half. And I said, even if, if I had the power to bring him back, I uh, would not do it. And she immediately said, I would. And my whole thought process was that uh, if he um, if I had the power to bring him back, he wouldn't want to come back. And I felt all along that because of the fact that he's in a perfect place, um, he wouldn't want to leave that place. As I said, he can always see things a little bit bigger and brighter than me in the midst of my suffering. All I really wanted was my son back. But I do think that I've learned that I can still be grateful. And by choosing to be grateful, it keeps you from spiraling and that that could happen in the midst of grief. You can spiral into kind of a pit of despair. So by putting on those glasses and choosing to see things from a biblical perspective, that this is not our home. And as Doug said, Jade is home and he wouldn't want him to come back. That that changes or shifts your view. And that's how we've gone through. My name is Taylor Blanc, and I most often find myself grateful for the talents the Lord has given me, and I find great joy in them. Another major blessing given to me are my incredible parents. Parents are some of the most influential things in a kid's life, and I'm grateful for the patience and pride that my parents take in calling me their son. The third thing, though certainly not the last thing I'm grateful for, is the general lifestyle I live. A cattle-raising life is not an easy one, and it carries many challenges and burdens. However, the work requirements give me a lot to build on in character, and every reward is worth its weight in gold and more, which is why I'm so blessed to live with the Lord and everything I have. Hello, my name is Misty LeBlanc. Life is full of ups and downs. I find myself many days fighting internal peace and mental battles. I love the verse 1 Thessalonians 5.18. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. In times of fear, anxiety, worry, 
and loss or abundance, this verse fills my heart with contentment. It removes the worldly expectations that chain my heart to things that God never intended for me. It helps me live a life eternally minded instead of on my own accord. Whenever discontentment finds its way into my heart, an intentional change in my mindset will totally shift my consciousness and awareness of God's will and purpose in my life. It really is the only way to live in a state of thankfulness to Him who has given me much more than I will ever deserve. Praise God for His faithfulness. It will change your life. I am so thankful for His Word, His power, and His far-reaching love that never quits seeking my heart. My name is Sal Bong. I find myself being most grateful for the life for the life I live and the friends and family that I have. I thank God for my talents and the life He has gifted me. My parents are the best in the world and they are very loving and have helped us in ways that I don't even know yet. I also find myself thankful for the talents He has given me. I love playing sports and other activities and He has and God has given me the parents and talents to do so. I love the Lord and am thankful for everything He has given me, for good or worse. This is Carla Rodriguez, and I wanted to share about uh, my life and how I have been so thankful for Christ being my Savior. Um, I have been married a couple of times and single for uh, about the last 10 years. So I have been very thankful for what God has shown me in giving me the grace and faith to stay single. Um, and not compromise my values and my beliefs, period. In addition to that, I have thoroughly enjoyed the challenge that he's put forth in my life um, to adventure out, start my own health and wellness business and progress because of him, because of having faith, believing in what I can do and what gifts he has provided to me. And then I was blessed in March of this year of a changing in a relationship in my life for the last 30 years of friendship to a man who pursued me and shares the same faith and the same belief. And we are walking that road now together since then. And it's been a journey of blessings and opening of minds and transitioning to understand that I can be loved and that I am loved not only by Christ, but also by this man, Jason, um, who I've known since college. And we had a great friendship back then and over the years. And now I get to experience life with him. He's also an entrepreneur, so um, has always driven me to go down that road. And I've been afraid, been afraid of failure. I've been afraid of what will people think. I've been afraid of what if it doesn't go where I think it should go and so on, like all humans do. And between my own belief, my faith 
and his belief in me and continually challenging me to be better and to color outside the lines and step outside of my comfort zone. I'm growing a business that has been a huge blessing to me and I hope for it to be a blessing to others. It's allowed me to grow in my relationship with others and really just be supportive and loving and caring of those around me. And I love my faith because it's all about what did God create in this world? And I look at the things around me and I love nature and I love the outdoors and I love what I have found in that place of contentment, joy and beauty. And I wouldn't change it for anything that I've lived. And I would also tell you that I would not be here today in this place, in this life of gratitude, grace, faith, hope, and joy, and believing in myself if it weren't for Danina and Worley, but primarily Danina that led me to the Lord and never gave up on me. So I'm forever grateful for that and that relationship. This is Amy Soderquist. I'm here with my dad, George Ney, and Danina is my sister and his daughter. And we do think thankfulness is very important when we go through hard circumstances. And about three years ago, um, mom passed away. God called her home. And I think all of us children would say that dad has been such a great role model and can certainly even change our moods in a day in his texts and how grateful and thankful he is and how he has chosen to stepping into his grief, but also being thankful and listening to God. I guess I need to start with, I have always been in awe of my God. He works in mysterious ways. and, And so when my wife passed away, I knew there was a purpose. And I guess I want to encourage all of you to realize that everything that comes into your life, there is a purpose. And the purpose of that is, in your own personal life, is that you serve, you know, a very intimate God. He wants to be very personal, very intimate with us in everything that we do. And I had to apologize to God one day because I had not been as intimate with him as I had been with my wife. And yet he told me that's exactly what he's waiting for in my life. So I told him, I'm sorry, God, I'm going to work on that. And when you lose a spouse or a child or someone very near and dear to you, you often receive bad advice. Even people that have went through it will tell you that the best thing to do is just get busy. Just do stuff. Go on a trip. But I can tell you 
that you're cheating yourself by doing that because God wants to meet with you on a very personal basis. What you need to do is to talk to God and tell him how your heart is breaking, how you are longing for your lost one, and just share all those details, and God will feed you back. He'll talk to you, and, and you will be amazed at what you can learn and how you can be blessed by it all. And at the end of it, you will be thanking God and uh, praising God, and, and you will feel much better, and you'll feel prepared and ready to go on with your life, and you'll realize that God has left you here for a purpose. And maybe that purpose is, is to encourage other people and to uh, share the love of Jesus, help other people come to know that very intimate, personal Savior, Jesus Christ, is their own personal Savior. And we, we just need to realize that we don't spend enough time sharing the aches and the pains with God because God wants to talk about them. And so uh, my advice is talk it all over with God. Just, just like he was sitting right there with you and just pour your heart out, tears and all, and you will be blessed and you will walk away thanking him. Paul told us to rejoice and to rejoice always. And I say, thank God and thank him always because he has a purpose and you're getting to know God in a much deeper and more personal way. And that is a blessing beyond uh, anything we could ask for. So That's so true, Dad. And I think you've modeled that well for us. I think of any of me or my siblings when we're feeling sad or wanting to stomp our foot and be mad that God called mom home. Dad can send us a text or give us a call or speak a word into our heart of um, just rejoicing and for who mom was in our life. And I think a, a heart of thankfulness keeps our hearts tender towards God and towards each other and, and trusting God's sovereign plan also in hard circumstances. So I know many of you will go through hard things, hard losses, and hard times. And we often think that that's a bad thing, but if we handle it right, it can be a good thing. And God will help us to understand it and be able to use that in our lives. So remember, be thankful. God is very loving and personal and will meet you anywhere you are. Thank you again for joining us today on the Redeemed Hearts podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode and are looking for more content from Orly and Danina, we encourage you to visit redeemedheartsministries.com. Please rate and subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and Spotify and share this episode on social media. Please feel free to reach out and contact us through the website. God bless and have a great Thanksgiving.